Hi, welcome back to another episode. Today, I really want to talk about energy drains. So this is unexpected ways that our energy can be leaked and it impacts on our whole lives. Um, there are some really sneaky energy drains that we need to be aware of, particularly because we're working at such crazy hours. We really need to focus on where we're channeling our own energy and making sure that it's supporting our own success. So the first thing that I want to talk about are triggers. These are situations that basically trigger something within us. We notice when this happens, when we have an unexpected or an overly emotional response to a stimulus. And because we're working with the public, a lot of triggers can come up because people mirror to us the things within us that we need to heal. So sometimes there can be certain situations that really affect us and we notice that we might get overly angry or we might get overly upset. We might notice that we just suddenly feel so depleted that we need to just spend time on our own and basically retreat. And it can take a long while and actually it takes a lot of energy to get back out of a triggered response. So it takes a lot of energy when we are in a trigger and then it takes a lot of energy to overcome that. And so... One thing that I want to point out here is really noticing the difference in the club between what we're in control of and what we're not in control of. And one thing that we are in control of is our response to the surroundings, how we're choosing to respond. People can't make us do anything. We actually choose to um tell ourselves what we want to tell ourselves or react in certain ways. And so if we notice we have a pattern of really getting, say, for example, frustrated at people, we are choosing to allow their behaviour to frustrate us. Now, I know that this can sound a little counterintuitive or a little um, sort of bypassy, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really owning our role in all of the interactions that we engage in and how we choose to respond to them. So we are always in control of what we choose to tell ourselves. We're always in control of our behaviour. And oftentimes triggers are very instant and they're very unexpected. So it's really a moment of observing what is going on and then choosing how we want to appropriately respond with our best our best interests at heart. Um, so really starting to observe what are certain patterns, what are certain triggers that throw you off course, that have you feeling down or angry, and really starting to map out the patterns there. And so you can then take control and choose another way, choose a way that supports you because even though we are faced with a lot of challenging circumstances, it's very derailing when we buy into our trigger response and allow our energy to be sucked in that way. So really taking ownership of our role there. 
when I mentioned that triggers are a window into what we need to work on, oftentimes the things that trigger us about other people are things that we do ourselves. And so it is a really good beacon then to look at, okay, why is this triggering me? What was my role in this situation? Has this situation been an ongoing pattern for me? Why is it showing up in my reality over and over? And what can I do about that? Often when we're in a trigger response, we do something called regression and we regress back to the mindset of an early version of ourselves. So say like a childhood response to a trigger. For example, if we're telling our customers something and they're just not listening and we feel like we've repeated ourselves and we start to really feel the frustration and anger boil up, it could be possible that we are entering into a trigger response. And so with that, if if you can take a moment to observe what's going on, what was the actual stimulus that triggered this? And then going back and looking at, okay, how has this been repeated in my life? Why am I reacting in this way? Is this really appropriate? Is this really supporting my success? So if with that example, we find, okay, this person's not listening to me. I've just said the same answer three times and they're still not listening. Now I'm feeling my blood boil and I'm getting really fucking pissed off. It could be a sign that this is something that has layers of meaning for you. And then you can look at where in my life have I felt like I'm not being heard or where in my life are, you know, my requests not being listened to? Where where are they not being, you know, taken seriously? Do I really need to fight in this situation like I've had to fight for it before? Or am I just regressing back to an old pattern that I'm so used to? I haven't yet worked out another way that I can respond. So triggers are a massive energy leak in the club and it's our responsibility to identify what they are and search where they might be stemming from. What is the meaning here? What is under the response? A huge amount of energy can be tied up into our trigger responses. And when we start to do the inner work on these certain topics that come up for us, we liberate a huge amount of energy that would previously be used in a trigger response and getting back out of a trigger response. And we can then take back our own control and we can channel that energy into something that's going to be more useful and it's going to help our outcome for the night, night after night. So that is a huge topic in itself. I really wanted to touch on to bring awareness to and just invite, if this feels appropriate for you, to start observing what are the triggers, what do they mean, and take a moment to look more deeply at that. Another energy drain that these are all linked, actually, I'm going to list four here, four major energy drains, because we want to use our energy and our time as efficiently as possible whilst we're at work. So the second one that ties in 
is our mindset. So linking with the trigger topic, um, our mindset is a choice as well. So what are we choosing to tell ourselves? Is it empowering? Is it disempowering? So what what are we choosing to attach to certain situations? Are we telling ourselves stories that are convincing ourselves that things are more difficult than they are? Are we telling ourselves negative things about ourselves? Like, I know this is, this always happens to me. Is it a victim mindset? Basically, mindset is what are we choosing to believe and what are we choosing to tell ourselves? And you might notice on a difficult night, for example, our mindset can slowly get downtrodden and start to become really self-defeating. And if we're not on our own team, then we're almost having an internal battle with ourselves while we're just trying to actually operate in a, in a functional way, but it can get really dysfunctional in our minds. So really choosing the thoughts that are supporting your success and that are being kind to yourself. Because at the end of the day, nobody's perfect and we're just trying our best. And to really recognize that within ourselves so we can be on our own team and cheer ourselves on. So mindset is super important. It is our most powerful tool in the strip club. And it's something that really requires a lot of work in repetitively training ourselves to be on our own team and cheer ourselves on, to choose the thoughts that are empowering for us, to catch ourselves out when we're not doing that and give ourselves a moment to say, hang on a second, let me try that again. Let me choose a thought that's just slightly more encouraging than the last one. If we can't manage to go full-blown positive, it's just choosing something that is more supportive than the last thought and continuing that train of thought. So what else can I tell myself here? What can I focus on that is going to be supportive of myself in this moment? What do I really need to hear right now? So really being aware of our mindset and that making sure that it's supporting our success and avoiding negative assumptions. Oh, for example, if someone didn't get a dance with you, but they got a dance with someone else immediately after. So we can easily choose a thought there that might sound like, of course, they didn't want to dance with me. I'm boring. Or of course, they didn't want to dance with me. Um, I'm whatever it is, something disempowering. We can actually choose a thought that's more positive. Like I did such a good job that this customer now feels even more ready for a dance. And it was a timing thing. We don't actually know why people do what they do, but there's no point beating ourselves up about other people's choices because we can't control that. We can only control what we're feeding ourselves and our own internal environment. And it really starts with our thoughts because they spark the trajectory of your night. Is it going to go in a positive, supportive direction or is it going to go in a really nightmarish uh, negative self-defeating direction. 
The next one that is quite subtle and very important and very powerful for how our night unfolds is, again, linked with everything and our mindset. But is it a scarcity mindset or an abundant mindset? So scarcity can be really sneaky and it can show up in ways that we might not expect. So overcompensating, feeling expecting. So that actually comes from a scarcity mindset. Not appreciating what we do have going. Not appreciating the money that we've already earned, for example. And only focusing on the gap between what we're expecting to earn and where we're at at that moment. And just focusing on what's not there isn't going to be supporting your momentum and your drive for the evening. So really taking a step back and looking at, am I feeling really safe and secure and trusting myself that I know that if I keep persisting and keep working in a positive way, that that is my best opportunity to reach my goals tonight. And I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep doing everything that I can to keep myself feeling really full and have enough within me to offer others. So we're not approaching people, and I talked about this in a previous podcast about abundance, um, but it's a whole mindset there. And, you know, really focusing on what can I give into this interaction rather than what can I get from this interaction? So what can I add in rather than what I can subtract Coming from that place, it really helps to keep our energy full because, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, we're coming from a space of abundance. We're coming from a space of I am enough, I have enough, and I'm here to share an amazing time with you. And so that really brings that out of our customers as well. So really offering that up to begin with is a huge way that we can keep our energy levels full and others, and we add to others and others add to us, keeping it full. So our energy is not being leaked with that focus on what is not there, but always focusing on what is there, what opportunities are here, what have I already made tonight? What can I add into tonight to make sure that I can do even better? And so really having that self-trust and avoiding that scarcity mindset of I don't have enough yet and I need to make more. You can feel like you're a few steps behind always when you're in that mindset. You can feel like the night's getting ahead of you and you're just trying to catch up and it can start feeling really frantic. And that's where you start to overcompensate and start to get a little bit more pushy and a little less patient. And all of these things just stem from that simple seed of having an abundant mindset over a scarcity mindset. So that's a really sneaky one that takes a lot of tweaks. It's something that I'm really big on and we go into quite deeply in the Industry Academy and also my one-on-one coaching is just really tweaking that mindset to be supportive of your highest success every single night. And also tying into that is gratitude. So gratitude is really powerful and it is the antidote to really difficult nights. It is the antidote to a lack of patience. So, yeah, just keeping all of those in mind is um, 
extremely important. And to just recognise that you're grateful for what is happening and that more opportunities will continue to unfold provided that you keep, you know, an open mind and a positive mindset and you're backing backing yourself down to every single thought. And then finally, another really big energy drain in the club is comparison. So comparing ourselves to others is quite a dangerous game and it doesn't often end well. In fact, it is another sort of little beacon towards coming from a scarce mindset, feeling the need to have external sort of meter sticks to grasp onto to see, okay, how am I doing? It's it's sort of demonstrating to ourselves that we're not trusting ourselves, that we're not believing in ourselves and that we're not believing that we are doing enough and that we are enough. So we're needing to outsource to the world around us. We're needing to keep tab on how other people are doing because if they're not doing as well as us, we get a little kick that we're we're doing all right. We are okay. We get a little sort of um, boost of security. Oh, no, things are okay. And then equally as often if you're outsourcing and, you know, you start telling yourself that everyone else is doing really well and you're not, you can start to get into a negative spiral there. Essentially, when we're comparing ourselves to others, we're not fueling ourselves, we're fueling other people. It's very disempowering. We're we're not focusing on our own path and our job at hand. We're focusing on what others are doing. And it's a really slippery slope. So that is a huge energy drain if you're not focusing your energy and attention into the customer that's in front of you and into the, the job that you're doing and you know, all of the things that you can do in order to uh, maximize your outcome with every single customer, then you're simply not fueling your own dreams and your own success. You're fueling the world around you. And so really bringing your energy back to yourself and recognizing that if I'm outsourcing, if I'm feeling the need to compare myself, if I'm reaching for that external validation, then there's something lacking within and that's what needs to be worked on. And so if we do notice our attention drifting outwardly to what others are doing, we simply need to just bring that attention back and remind ourselves that that is not benefiting ourselves in any way and it doesn't matter what other people are doing. Because sometimes people have an amazing night and sometimes people don't have an amazing night and none of that is any of your business and none of that is anything that you're in control of. So bring the focus back, bring the energy back into all of the things that are right in front of you that you do have control of. So this topic about energy drains really does come back to focusing on what you're in control of letting go of what you're not in control of, being on your own team, being aware of your thoughts, being aware of your triggers, being aware of where you're channeling your energy and making sure that it is supporting you and your goals and your dreams. I hope that was helpful. 
If you are interested in the next round of the Industry Academy, we're starting really soon. It starts on the 1st of March. It's a three-month high-level container with over 20 hours of content. You receive a really comprehensive workbook slash journal. It covers mindset, confidence, amazing sales techniques. It's a group course. We have six live group calls with access for support between calls in the three-month container. It's a beautiful community where we're all in there to support each other, to do our absolute best, and it has received amazing feedback. I can't wait for this next round. And if you're interested to join, I would love to have you in the Industry Academy. The waitlist is open, but the waitlist is closing on the 8th of February at midnight. And if you're on the waitlist, you secure your spot and you also receive a $222 discount. And yeah, the the cart opens um, this week. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you soon.